every position I got a diamond at. But if I'm not getting a Mushu, you ain't getting a Jeremy. <laughs> what? I feel like a young no one. Write to us. We're very friendly. <laughs> Much love. Welcome to Going Deep with Matthew and Jeremy. This is your host, Jeremy Altschul. Um, unfortunately, Maddie will not make it here today, but that is all right, as we got a baseball, I guess, opening weekend recap for you guys. And um, we also wanted to thank everybody, before we get into it, for all the podcast recommendations and all the following we've been getting on Twitter. Um, we really appreciate it. Appreciate everybody out there that listens. Um, we got a lot... A lot in store coming up very soon. I've uh, been working hard, trying to get even more content out there for you guys. So stay tuned very, very soon. And for me, I think that earned something right there. A little round of applause. But first, guys, I want to go ahead and start off with what in the world is going on in Washington, D.C.? Um, the Nationals, again, are starting the season with COVID issues where we're up to 11 players. I believe it's 11 players um, have tested positive for COVID-19, causing a delay to their start of the season. Um, they're going to open up against the Mets, which was going to be a great, great, great series. Um, kind of test each one of them at where they would be. So because the Nationals were delayed, the Mets got delayed up until today, Monday, April 5th, uh, they are up 2-0 right now, currently in the 4th. So, it comes back again. Are we going to get a full season? I don't know. Um, I've heard a lot of teams actually um, getting the vaccine and doing pretty well with it. I think a handful of teams are over 85% of the organization. I'm sorry, not organization, but I think the players and staff have got the vaccine which allows for lesser restrictions for those clubs where they shouldn't have too many more problems. But COVID could still be the worst enemy of baseball this year. Fingers crossed we get all 162 because we all have earned it and deserved it. We've been missing baseball for way too long. But to some good news, I want to say congratulations to the White Sox this weekend. It wasn't pretty. I think they won three, no, two or four, I believe, actually. But not necessarily to the White Sox, the congratulations, but to your mean Mercedes. The man started off eight for eight to start his season, which is, I believe, the longest in MLB history for the start of a season. So congratulations to him. He, The interesting part about him is he has one career at bat, a pinch hit, ground out. And he's a 28-year-old rookie. He's literally had no opportunity at the majors and said, you know what? Eloy's out. No problem. Hop on my back. I will take us to the promised land. So actually, they dropped one to three. My bad. Congratulations to the Angels for actually winning a couple games. Um, just on that series, though, Otani was nasty the other night. Extremely nasty. 
um, actually set some weird records as he's thrown the hardest fastball this year at 100.6 miles per hour. And then he was like, you know what? Let me try to top that really quick. Let me hit a home run for 101 miles per hour, which is absolutely incredible. Um, I, I've said it here before. I think he should just stick to hitting because he's just that great of a hitter. And it was never a knock on his pitching. It was more like on health. Hey, man, you just need to stay healthy. You help this organization. Um, you are one of their stars uh, besides Rendon and Trout. And you could be the piece that really carries the team. And they haven't listened to me. Maybe it's worth it. Um, he went in his debut, pitching debut. He went four and two-thirds with seven Ks in four and two-thirds. But the issue is he had five walks. Command seems to be the issue. This guy's stuff is so nasty. I think it's breaking a lot more than he's expecting to, which actually led to his downfall in this last game. I believe it was an inside slider to Yohan Morancada. I think there was two men on. Pass ball, throw to first. Throw doesn't get Yohan, but a heads-up play by the runner comes in, and unfortunately Otani just takes a nasty spill with the way he came in sliding. Didn't look like there was any intent there. It was just one of those bang-bang plays. Something weird happens. So, for precautionary reasons, he was taken out of the game after four and two-thirds. Fingers crossed, nothing too serious, and he's able to get back in the lineup, back on the mound, because baseball needs this man. That's how entertaining he is. We've all, you know, we've been here on the show, kind of stating, who is the face is it Tatis? Is it Mookie? Is it Trout? Is it, at one point, Bryce Harper? This man has the opportunity to be the face of baseball because he is so dynamic in both situations where he can hit for average, hit for power, steal some bags, and then he can show up to the, to the ballpark the next day and give you seven shutout innings. A dominant seven shutout innings. It's incredible. Like I said, fingers crossed there are no issues because we need to see this man on the mound more often. Not only does he help the game here in the U.S., but internationally. You know, it's huge to see people come here to the States and succeed as much as he does. So, like I said, fingers crossed we get him back on the mound and we see more of just his talent. At the end of the day, it's just his talent. Um, another situation that I think we need to speak about, you know, I've talked very highly of the Yankees and they disappointed me like miserably going one and two in the series, one and two. Yes. Um, you know, dropping two to Toronto is not the biggest deal in the world, but to me, you want to get out the gates hot. You want to win as many games in the beginning because at some point there's going to be a downturn for every team. Well, you just go through a nasty spill. And you like to have those kind of games built up. Kind of like your savings account. You save for that rainy day hoping it never comes. But, you know, we all have that day where I got to go in the bank, take this savings that I wanted to use for so-and-so and or for such-and-such, and now I got to use it to fix my car or something like that. That's exactly the same situation, I think. The Yankees, Dodgers, Padres, Mets, and maybe another team in the Braves, I would say. 
they really need to build up their games to give themselves enough time and kind of protect them just in case anything drastic does happen, injury, just in a slump, whatever it may be. You want to win as many games as possible early on. And they just didn't do that. But, uh, you know, tip of the hat to Julian Merriweather, 29-year-old rookie with a whopping 13 big league innings, went into Yankee Stadium and saved two of the games. So no need for Kirby Yates, apparently, because Julian Merriweather is the man coming in there. Nasty slider. Absolutely devastating. And then he's going to hit triple digits with a fastball. Unbelievable. Um, I hope it's not just a fluke. I hope it is a real thing and that they get their closer because the AL East could be so competitive. Um, Maddie and I have talked about it'll be a tight race. We think the Yankees are going to run away with it. But that 2-3 spot could be very interesting between the Toronto Blue Jays and the Tampa Bay Rays, uh, who I believe had a solid little weekend um, against the Marlins. I know Austin Meadows was the man of the day for opening day. Hitting that home run, 1-0 game. And then the next day, again, in the sixth inning, another home run. I think they ended up dropping that one, though. It's been a very long, long weekend of baseball and a lot of other things. So I may be a little bit confused at times, but that is okay. Uh, Keep it on the AL East really quick. What in the hell happened in Boston this week? Opening day, Fenway, one of the most beautiful stadiums. Uh, most, one of the most beautiful jerseys, those home whites of the Red Sox, and they flat out did not come to play baseball, getting swept by the lowly considered Baltimore Orioles. Somebody told me they hurt us. Like, uh, they don't even think we're going to win 50 games or some crap like that. Let's go out and play ball because they showed up and they were great hitting, pitching. Everything was working for them. And uh, we introduced a new segment not too long ago where it was uh, Jeremy's tip of the day. So I think I'm going to go ahead and do that right now because there is a man on that Baltimore Orioles team who should be getting that hat tip from everybody with them, with this comeback story. Um, coming back from cancer to play, I, mean, I believe it's been a little bit over a year now. And you know what? He looks like he almost didn't ever leave. This guy has been great. First knock of the season, I believe, was game two and a double. But I just really want to say congratulations to him because, you know, beating cancer is obviously not an easy thing, and he was able to come back and do it and and got back into baseball shape and able to do it. Nobody could have ever asked him to do that. He could have walked away from the game at this point, got it healthy, and called it a, a career. But congratulations to that man, Trey Mancini. Now. All right, you know what? We'll start with the little brother first. Um, San Diego Padres, those pesky Padres went ahead and went 3-1 and one this weekend against the Arizona Diamondbacks, who we said are going to be a decent team, a scrappy team. Um, I believe there was a couple games in there, two out of the four, I think were scrappy games, where you know you just can't shake those guys off, those Diamondbacks. They're always in the game, always hunting. Um, High-energy team. Those are actually really fun games to watch because you know, you can have a big lead, and somehow these guys just constantly chip, 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 and chip away and get back in the game. You're like, holy crap, is this really about to happen? We're really going to drop this game? And um, it happened a couple times this weekend with the Padres, but, you know, they're great teams win. Great teams win the, the games they're supposed to win, 
and they went ahead and did that. Three out of one. Now, to the Dodgers. We might as well be the home of the Dodgers here. I'm not going to lie to you guys. We try to be unbiased. But the Dodgers are an amazing squad. Start off with the offense of this weekend against the Colorado Rockies, who, you know, put up some great games. Um, game one came out swinging, the Rockies did. But to the Dodgers real quick. Dodgers scored 25 runs this weekend. 25? I put Actually, more than 25. It may have been 29 runs with like a whopping two home runs. That's all it was, two home runs for a whole weekend's worth of domination, which is perfect. It's what you want to see when you see baseball. You want to see teams creating runs, whether it's small ball. I believe we had a bunt that ended up, Trevor Bauer got a bunt, moved over the runner a second, and he ended up scoring. But hits, you just love to see consecutive hits. You love to see these guys grinding out at bats, making those pitches work. I think in each game they got like three or four walks, which is huge. You know, extra base runners matter. You know, chicks dig the fly ball or the home run, but those those just manufactured runs, oh, those things are just so much better. So much sweeter to watch, too. Multiple hits. Oh, man. I don't even want to get too much into it, but I just wanted to say that that is a great start. Don't worry about the home runs, Dodger fans. They will come, and they're going to come in bunches. Um, we almost had one opening day. Cody Bellinger smacks the ball in the left center. Um, Tapia makes a great play to get on that uh, great run. Almost robs Cody Bellinger. Hits the inside of the glove, pops out. But Justin Turner was on first base and moving already, man. He was moving. Took about 10 steps off a second, and then there's confusion. Um, he's not sure if Tap- Tapia caught the ball. The ball went over, whatever it may be. It looked like Tapia was going to throw it in. So here he goes retreating. And some miscommunication. Cody Bellinger passes uh, Justin Turner, which in turn causes more confusion between the umpires. At the end of the day, Cody Bellinger hit a home run but got out and was credited with a single in RBI as Justin Turner was allowed to score because Cody Bellinger um, had passed Justin Turner. It was a very interesting play, but... You know, it made this weekend a little bit more interesting, I guess you can say. A little funky play like that. And then it allowed them to score 29 runs without a home run, which is absurd. Absurd. Uh, congratulations to Zach McKintree <laughs> for the inside of the park home run, which, again, Tapia tried to rob, and he brought it back on the field, threw it to the corner. And McKintree, with the speed he has, was able to get back well, I was able to run around the bases for the inside the Parker, which was wonderful to see. Um, Will Smith gets on the board, home run number one. Um, that was a shot. That was an absolute shot to the left field. Um, I think I think we really need to talk about, oh, while we're still in the offense. Gavin Lux looks like Gavin Lux. Everything the Dodgers promised, it is him. Uh, he, the man just needed some time to get adjusted to the major leagues. And I think he's here to stay. He's going to be the real deal. Playing wonderful defense at second. Stroking the ball all over the field. It is a sight to see. And I'm really, really excited for him this season. Because I think this is, we talked about, this is that turning point. Almost a make or break situation. What are you going to be here in the majors? And I think he's going to show to be great. 
Uh, he started off six for 16 with three RBIs. And the thing, it's a little, uh, but four Ks over the weekend, which is about a quarter of that bats, 25% of the bats ended up with a strikeout. But I like the fact that he put the he's putting the ball in play. To me, that's the most important thing. I just want to see you put the ball in play. And those hits will come, and it looks like it's working rather well for him. Off to the Dodgers' strong point, though. We thought the offense was going to be great. This rotation might be even better. You know, we had some people worrying about Kershaw on day one. Um, I'm not going to say it was beautiful, but if you really watched the game and kind of saw what was going on, he was put in tougher situations than I think he had to be. Whether it was defense, maybe a little uh, calls, whatever it may be. So I, at first start, I take with a grain of salt. Plus, he was in course field, so didn't allow any homers though. Didn't allow any homers. Two Ks over five and two thirds. Only one walk. You know he had two hits of his own. I think he gave up ten though. But I'm not worried. Everybody that's worried about Kershaw, oh, he's he's a bum now. He's this. He's that. The man literally just came off a point eight four whip last year with a two and a half like ERA. He's been a victim of his own success, but this guy is still one of the best pitchers in the world. Have no fear when it comes to Kershaw. You may see a clunker here or there a little bit more often than you would have in the past, but boy, can this guy still pitch. He's still great. He's still everything that you want in the staff, in the ace of your staff. Now you move over to your co-ace number two or co-ace number one. Trevor Bauer took six, I think it was perfect innings. I had six perfect innings in Colorado. Um, I think he walks one walk, home run. I think it's another walk and another home run at in the seventh inning. So he went six and change. But this guy looked dominant. Ten Ks, four runs, two walks. It was a hell of a debut. I'm... I was watching him. I, I've said it before. I'm like, if we get him, we get him. But he's got to perform because you look at his career numbers. He hasn't performed to maybe to what he was expected to do. Watching him in spring training, I'm like, oh, wow. like This guy's pretty nasty. Like He's fun to watch. And then I saw him pitch the other day, and it was a whole other monster. This guy is a stud, man. Absolute stud. I can't wait to see another 30 starts from this guy. Is it 30? I think it's like 30 more. It's going to be so much fun, especially when you see like Kershaw, Bauer. Let's move on to the next guy. Walker Bueller, co-ace number two. He had three aces on the squad. Three aces. You know, uh, Walker comes in kind of just doing Walker Bueller stuff. Four hits, two runs, only four Ks, which is a little low for him, but he still pitched great. Um, Kenley came in that game, five outs saved. Five outs, that's right, guys, five outs. Kenley looked pretty sharp. And then you get the real star of the weekend. As great as Bauer pitched, I think Julio Urias was the man of the weekend for the Dodgers going seven innings of one-run baseball. I believe it was only three hits, like six Ks. This guy was great. It wasn't strikeout stuff, but he was pitching, not throwing. No, he's kind of bounced back and forth, starter, reliever. Um, he had the 
well, he had the issue off the field. He's had injuries, and you're finally seeing him really find himself. And you can almost say this is a four-ace staff with the guys you have. That's how good their stuff is. And then you got rising superstar Dustin May going today against Oakland. This is going to be a season for the books. I really think so. It is so much fun watching these guys. You know, even when it's just bits and pieces at times, it's just I'm glued to watching them. That's how interesting they are. That's how exciting they are. That's how fascinating and phenomenal. Make sure you guys hear phenomenal gear um, that these guys are. Like, wow. Um, So I'm not going to get into all 30 teams. Just wanted to give you a little update. Big news over the weekend. And uh, we'll get back to you guys as soon as possible. So, guys, make sure you find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Going Deep with Matthew and Jamie.com, or anywhere podcasts are streamed. And always you can get your merchandise or even learn about us on Going Deep with Matthew and Jamie.com. Find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, wherever it may be. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I know it's a short episode, but we will be back next week for our, our, usual, our usual episode. But as always, guys, much love.